0: You're tuned into the Mid-Ten Listens Podcast hosted by Music.com, Supporting and empowering the independent music community online since 2011 Head on over to our website to find more music as well as to learn about our Indie Musicpreneurs Tribe where we share our library of tips and guides on business entrepreneurship, productivity, social media, digital marketing email marketing, websites, and much more You can also check out our book, Getting Your Music Heard Online now on Amazon as a paperback and Kindle You're tuned in to another Mid-Ten Listens Podcast. It's Joshua Smotherman, MiddleTennesseeMusic.com, and today I've got Canyon City on the line. Say what's up, Canyon City.
1: Hey, this is Paul Johnson, and I make music under the name Canyon City.
0: Let's just jump right into it. Tell us where you where are you from, and what style of music do you create? And not necessarily in traditional genre terms. Just explain it in your own words.
1: I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I make indie-ish, folkish music. Uh, it's a lot of acoustic-based stuff, a lot of harmonies, um, pretty minimalistic. Uh, I actually I, I try to embrace limitation and minimalism in what I do, but still make it a full sound or as full of a sound as I can out of my place. So the, the word that I sometimes use for myself for it is modern kana in uh, the sense that it's music that aspires to be really from a real place and have a lot of heart. But it also uh, utilizes just the best of, of modern and vintage techniques to try to really create something polished and beautiful, in addition to being very honest and authentic.
0: Tell us a little about what led you down this path of music and what keeps you going. What motivates you to stay on course?
1: I think um, I mean it's been a really windy road up to this point, and it continues to wind, which is is absolutely part of the, the fun and the beauty of it. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. But I mean, I think initially I was just very lucky to grow up in a very musical family in that both my parents were our musicians uh, played in a folk trio in college in the 80s. And so music was just around when we were kids and it was just kind of expected of you to be able to to like hold a melody and find a harmony. Uh, And so growing up, that really helped me a lot as I started to take a passion in music and really started to take writing seriously, probably around the time of high school and started playing with recording Eventually moved to Nashville when I was 18 and uh, and started playing with uh, producers and, and a few other musicians in town. It initially really was just, I mean, honestly, over my head. I, I uh, There's a lot of learning that I had to do. As I mean, you always have to continue to grow and stuff, but I definitely jumped in with, you know, the old trial by fire and eventually would would work as a session player for a few different people, uh, just doing like acoustic guitar stuff. All the while I was writing for my own projects and then had one project that started to get a little bit of traction, but right as it was getting ready to to do more and to make another record and to do some shows with it, uh, the band members all kind of like moved out of state. Uh, So in the meantime, I, I still wanted to be making stuff, but I just didn't know under what under what name, under what hat, if I continue under that project or what the deal was. So I I was telling all this to a friend of mine who runs a small label in town and he he basically said, well, why don't you work with us for, for a couple records, uh, we'll, we'll make some stuff that will, you know, hopefully bridge this gap and, and get you out of doing like retail work, which I was, I was doing retail part-time at that time. And uh, and so I took that on really knowing that that was going to be a job up to that point, And really after that point, I have always been making music from the heart and from a really authentic place. But that was kind of the one time when I we basically made music for the express purpose of making licensable stuff, stuff for like TV and film. Uh, and although I knew that that was just sort of a temporary job to create opportunities for the stuff that I, I really was passionate about, I found it to be a lot more emotionally challenging than I, I initially expected and that we, we could do the job. I could do the, the work, but in the doing of that music kind of turned into another job that I felt I needed to get away from. And, uh, and so really in that process, Canyon city was kind of survival. It was, it was just something that I, I built up a little home studio and started making this music initially just for myself because music just had to be something that made that I did for, for, happiness again and, uh, with no other expectation. And this is just something I need to, to get out and express, even if it just sort of is within these bedroom walls. Uh, so I, I did that to just out of the joy of it. And then fortunately that was the thing that, that, uh, started to connect with people on, I think a deeper level and, and uh, made some really fortunate connections that also supported that music and started sharing it around and really the turning point was when Spotify got behind it and uh, and started and started playlisting it and, and all the, the great stuff that comes with that and that is that has really been kind of the the uh, 90 degree turn of when this was something that I was trying to do to something that I felt like I was I was succeeding at doing uh, that said it continues to be a journey and, and what motivates me now is really just trying to do trying to stay true to that that genesis of of this project of canyon city which is to make just real stuff to make stuff that's inspiring to me that's that's fulfilling to me and then trusting that if, if i like it if, if it was like a, a positive experience in creating it that there's going to be someone out there that's also going to be able to connect with it and it means a lot to me when when i get responses from people that say you know well it's helped me through a, a tough time or, or this is just something that that you know, enriches my day, and and that's I, I love that. That's a side effect of this. But I always try to the best that I can. Um, just kind of first and foremost, think: Am I am I having fun? Am I enjoying this? Even if it's a sad song, do I feel sort of a healing in it? And if so, then all this other stuff, uh, all everybody else connecting with it, and everything that comes along with that, will just sort of be a side effect, and uh, and and I get this souvenir of of a song uh that comes from the experience of doing this and and so it's it's kind of selfish maybe in that sense but also i feel like it it, it's it better serves the greater purpose in that it comes from that heartfelt place
0: how is this new release midnight flight and your new album different from anything else you've released previously were you out to accomplish anything specific whether it was create creatively or otherwise
1: yeah i mean it's I actually, from a technical standpoint, I, I did set out to do something very different for Canyon City, which is to try to sneak in percussive elements into to every song. I don't think I got every single one, but I think I got most of them uh, because the first album, uh, Midnight Waves, uh, just getting caught up on these midnight things, um, it, it was very like folky, very acoustic, and, and and part of that was just where I was at the time. The other part of it was me thinking, well, was that as I tour out this, this new thing, uh, I may need to, to tour some of these shows or do some of these shows on my own. And so I'd want to sort of be conscious of that instrumentation as I go into the live element of it. Now with Constellation, there's a little bit more option to bring people with, should that be appropriate. And also it was just because I'm sitting here producing this stuff in my studio, uh, a creative challenge for me too, to say, well, let's take this, this stuff that's still coming from. You know, coming from the same place, and that it's coming from autobiographical experiences. It's coming from just honest life, uh, and let's see if we can, you know, inject it a little bit more and and, and throw uh, throw some some just some new elements at it. And so, percussion is one way that I did that. I also just played a little bit more with uh, some synths, some software stuff, and just uh, just kind of had fun with it. Um, so, I, I think that in that sense, there's the the musical difference. Uh, I think. Uh, lyrically and and just from the songwriting standpoint, I just try to continue to find ways to better let my hair down, to better let the guard down, and to just make stuff that's that's really conversational and feels like is a natural flow, uh, both to me and to the listener. Uh, and and that's really kind of the p- place that I try to get in songwriting is is just where where I'm not trying very hard, uh, where it just sort of writes itself and I get out of the way and and it's just sort of this, uh, if it can be, flow of of stuff, because I feel like that's when it's really just being honest, when you kind of just, you know, you take that breath and and it's like, well, let's just be real for a second. (laughs) Uh, So I try to do that as much as I can in the songwriting, and that's something that I try to do with every project too, but I, I feel like that was also a very intentional sound with this record.
0: Do you face any challenges as an independent musician in this oversaturated, technology-driven world? And on the flip side, how does technology help? Because we all know it does.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's in my opinion, this is the best time to be an artist, period. Uh, just a, at least an, an indie artist, for sure, in the sense that the music industry, I feel like in the past, has been sort of a package thing, where it's like you either fit with... This formula, or this this company that kind of has this model that you're either in or you're out of, and and you might make great stuff, but it just doesn't work with their formula. Where now you can really modulate the industry and also be uh, in the driver's seat of it, so you can say, well, let's take let's take this piece, this piece, this piece, and work with some really great talented partners there, and that's something that really fits to what we're doing and what what we're creating, and I think. Ultimately, what ends up happening are artists, if they're intentional about it, can build a business that is as unique as their music is and, and serves their unique thing, the thing that they came to say instead of them having to say, well, if I want to do this for a job, I have to you know, kind of play the game and, and sound like this, this, uh, this other thing that fits with this prepackaged formula. So, I'm super optimistic. I think that it's a great opportunity for musicians. There's also, of course, the challenge of with that lower uh, barrier of entry, a lot more people enter. So uh, there's just the the you know that that challenge of how do you, uh, how do you get heard over all of these voices, especially a voice as quiet as mine, uh, when in, in making this kind of indie folk sort of popish stuff. Uh, and really one of the things that has been, as I mentioned earlier, super instrumental and transformative for my career is what Spotify has been doing both in their playlisting and also in their algorithmic capabilities. Cause basically they just invest in this, this thing that it's, it's only function is a uh, speaking of the algorithm here. It's only function is to essentially find music that connects with people and then Put it on a platform and boost it to more people that are looking for new music, and that has been hugely helpful to what I do. And I, I feel like that's an environment that my music works well into. Like this, this isn't necessarily stuff that you're gonna like jam on top forty music at you know volume eleven, but you know in in living rooms, in headphones, at work, and, and all that stuff. I feel like that's where this stuff really is welcomed in, and that's when people really want to find it too. Uh, so that's been a really great marriage of both my, uh, my style and also where that platform happens to live and how that platform happens to interact with music and people looking for music. And so for me, technology, if it wasn't for the exact moment we're in right now, I I don't know if I would be doing this, uh, professionally. I mean, I would still be doing this, but I I don't, I, I don't know if it would be a career of mine. I'm sure I'd be trying but uh, but I'm really optimistic with where it's at right now, where things are headed, and of course anything could happen. You know, it's this nothing is guaranteed to us, and so stuff can change. And you know, I have to be open minded to that and ready to roll the punches. But I am I may be the rare opinion where I'm you know super excited about what's what's happening, at least in my own experience with the music industry at this moment with technology, with the ability to modulate the industry to fit your unique sound. I think it's just like this incredible miracle of a time.
0: Where's the best place for us to connect with you online, find more music, and keep up with the latest news? I would say hop
1: on over to Spotify or Apple Music or whatever your preferred platform is. uh, And I would be honored if I could be one of the, the artists that you follow on there, Uh, I know they have their little follow buttons and uh, if you do that they actually are pretty great these days about like sending out notifications of tour dates and uh, we even have some like t-shirts that are within the platform that you can you can grab should you feel compelled (laughs) and uh, all that good stuff so i I try to stay uh, really active, especially on Spotify, specifically there, just because I know that that's where so much of the community is. Um, I'm also on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Basically, all the the tags are at Canyon City Music or slash Canyon City Music. Uh, And then I'm on my website at www.canyoncitymusic.com. So any of those places, and you'll be able to find me pretty quick.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? And I just want to say I appreciate your time. Thank you.
1: Man, I mean, I'm just, I'm so grateful for anybody that listens to this and anybody that goes out looking for new music or is just willing to take a chance on it. I know that time is really is a precious thing for all of us and so often there's just not a whole lot of margin for you know just seeking and so for people that are willing to do that and also to just listen to the song or songs and uh, and follow up and it just means the world to me i'm incredibly honored by these people that go out to discover music and yeah so i mean i i guess i just want to say thanks
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Mid-Ten Listens 5 at 5. If you want to show your support for this podcast as well as Middletennesseemusic.com, you can check out Joshua and Brett's book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, written by indie musicians for indie musicians who prefer a do-it-yourself approach. Now available for Middletennesseemusic.com, Amazon, Kindle, and coming to paperback very soon.